it's also like uh, raccoon is a funny word. That's, it that's is a funny thing. word. It's, Raccoon's it's, a funny word. It's really funny. Uh, it's also like uh, they have that little like mask marking on their face, and like it's very little funny bandit. what you're saying. Yeah, they so they yeah. look like a little little like and little, little bandits, stripes, like, you know. They're good little. <laughs> they're little yeah, they're little like mischievous, silly, silly, silly kids, you know. And then the, the, the chunky ones too don't. Ha- they just they don't have a sense of their own girth, so they frequently will get stuck in like gutters and pipes, and, <laughs> and that's always you know just uh, super. Ador- that's relatable to me too. You know? <laughs> I mean, we've all been there, man. You know, yeah, the, right. the doorway is too tiny. No, uh, there's something very Human adorable condition. about their about their struggle. Um, but it's never like, it's never, I, I don't watch, like, I don't like watching animals suffer, obviously, but like I watched, right. there, there was definitely a raccoon video that I just, uh, I just posted in the last day or so where it's just this raccoon with a thick booty trying to get through a little doggy door. <laughs> and like, he eventually <laughs> did it because the, the way that their bodies are, it's like they're thick, but they can kind of like, they can kind of like, I don't know, they know, they can kind of... It's, squeeze their way through things like like <laughs> almost like octopus do like when they they kind of have control over their mass in a weird way mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. like they they struggle but then they like i saw a thick raccoon just going through a gutter pipe and it was and it looked <laughs> like it was going to be stuck and but no he went down like he persevered right he persevered yeah, nevertheless uh, she she persisted but like also like that's, right. uh, <laughs> that's what i think that's what uh mitch mcconnell was talking about he wasn't talking about he was talking about raccoons. he was about talking about that raccoon video he saw. Yeah, that's right <laughs> if the raccoons are gonna persist then oh my god <laughs> oy, oy, oy. white <laughs> america <laughs> but speaking of things that persist and persevere in the face of really horrible things Dolly Parton. Dolly Parton. Uh, <laughs> we're we're going to talk about her on our third episode of Dolly Parton Podton right now. Click. Remember that record that you bought me like two years ago? Well, I just remember that it's sitting in the closet. So I called you up just to tell you I've been meaning to listen to Why don't you come over and talk about it? Welcome to I've Been Meaning to Listen to That, the podcast where we go through albums we've been meaning to listen to and use it as a conduit to learn about each other and our guests. I'm Andrew Ambrose Lee. I'm Sean Wilkinson. And I'm Michael Limitado. So I've been hosting the show for uh, two years, but Sean and Michael, you've been hosting the show for like about seven months or so. So I think we finally come across the order. It's like me, Sean, and then Michael. That's how we introduce each other. So like now that we finally got it nailed down. You got a flow going. And now our show can be good now. <laughs> yeah, it's good. It's good yeah. now. <laughs> It's the growing pains. It's all growing pains. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, we were just listening to our, our I've just listened to our uh, second anniversary episodes coming out. And there was a part where Sean and I like try to introduce ourselves at the same time. <laughs> and then I was like, you know, it's so much about like the order of how we introduce each other. And then I was like, we kept it in. <laughs> I was like, we yeah. cannot talk about this ever again. But yet. Nevertheless, we persist and still talk about it now. We did it. We did it, Joe. We did it, Joe. We did it, Joe. We did it, Joe. 
but uh, welcome to the show. We got a great guest today who's been already delightful uh, and already wonderful and stuff. Uh, you might know her as a member of the Groundling Sunday Company, the co-host of <gasps> A Breath of Fresh Movie and the owner of a Pitch Perfect Gen Sat Saki. Saki? Is it right? Saki, like Saki Saki, Saki, yeah, yeah. Because, yeah. like, I watched Fair. a video. I watched a video of, like, how do you pronounce Jen Saki? And it's two minutes. Like, it's, it's, that's it's, long. It's, like, it's too long. It's like, gross. it should be, like, two seconds. It should be a two second video. Um, but, like, it's, it's like the guy going, like, all right, here is how you pronounce Jen Saki. Now, here's the thing. Like, it might be she's oh a she's the speaker of the house, and like it's, it's like going a two minute all video. This, like context and etymology, and then he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Saki, and then and it it's ends. like <laughs> she says Saki at the very end of it, and it's like, um, what's oh, it called? Man. Um, it's like so you had to wait like a minute and like fifty eight seconds to like. That's tedious. Yeah, she's a she's a person who does does a Jen Saki impression. It's uh, Chelsea Pope, everybody. Hello. <laughs> Hello. Hi. Hi, how are you doing? I'm doing groovy. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah, like that's like probably the thing you're like one of the things you're like uh really like you're you're following like you're following. That's like the thing, on. yeah. 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 <laughs> it's not what it's not the only thing I do, but it's definitely the thing that It's a breakout thing. Yeah, yeah. It definitely it definitely boosted my following, which I appreciate, you know. Um it's 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 been fun doing those videos. I, I, I try to change it up and do other things, though. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. know, because because yeah, that can get pretty stale quickly. And mm -hmm. I, at one point I was doing a bunch of gens and I was like, I need to kind of I need to kind of break this up a little more. <laughs> yeah. All right. Are you on TikTok a lot, Chelsea? Um, you know what? I I I'm trying to be a little better about keeping up with the TikTok stuff, but like, you know, it definitely can be uh we got a bit of a push and pull relationship, me and TikTok. No, I, you know? I totally get it. And I also think like you wanna keep your brand like kind of to one thing, but also like there's this guy who does this Reba McIntyre drag right now <laughs> who is absolutely everywhere on TikTok. Oh my god. And I'm like I went to his TikTok and I'm like, I feel like I see a lot of this guy's videos. And in the last like six days probably, he's done at least like forty videos That's in so many. Like, it, and I'm like the algorithm kind you of have lost your exactly. mind. Exactly. I feel like the algorithm really demands a lot from you and it really yeah. pressures you to lock into a niche. So, you know, when I first had started doing gen videos, I was getting a lot of views and attention with that. And then um, there definitely was diminishing returns there. But then sure. on top of that, I would try to implement some of my other comedy stuff i consider myself a little more offbeat with my humor i think and yeah. um lady who uh <laughs> you know orders a burrito at an italian restaurant that classic yeah That's you know so I mean, funny yeah. like, <laughs> uh chelsea what is your what are your preconceived notions on dolly parton like what are, what's what are your kind of thoughts before because you said you were kind of like Com coming into like this her discography a little fresh basically mm -hmm. i think i just I, one it's it's hard for me to to be motivated to listen to something other than the same like 10 to 12 tracks on a playlist that i've been listening to for mm -hmm. like a decade you know have have you had this issue where you're on repeat playlists yeah. on spotify 
is like cyclical to itself because it's like, well, this is what I like to listen to, so I'm gonna just listen to this. So then I'll just listen to this. So then I'll always listen <laughs> to this. Yeah, I certainly oh am. God. I'm super guilty of falling into that rut with all kinds of like media consumption too, not just music, but also like movies and TV. And like, I'm far less interested in watching something new than I am in watching something that I know is going to comfort me. And I think that like. Mm-hmm. You know, part of me, like the podcast that I do with my friend Victoria, Breath of Fresh Movies, like super new. And a lot of it was motivated by the fact that, like, I just don't watch enough movies. Like, I I like to be watching. I'd like to be pushing myself to watch those movies that I say I'm going to watch. And I think in the case of, like, listening to this album, it was very it was very much a treat because it was um not something that I had had ever considered to like approach myself. And I think, you know, Dolly was certainly someone, you know, like a Criterion movie is like, Oh, I really should check that out. Absolutely. You know, um, this is, this is an artist of, of all artists type of deal here. Like they're, they're an iconoclast for a reason. And I should, I should better know that other than like Jolene and, and um, I will always love you. And and the the she's got she's got she's there's there are other random songs of hers mm. that I that I'm familiar with, and I'm, I'm aware of her like personality and you know clips I've seen of her online. Um, you know she had a really fun. Uh, I'm sure you guys probably saw it at some point on on maybe on Twitter or elsewhere. There's a clip of her. And I think it's Diana Ross, and they are both wearing acrylic nails, and yes. they're doing that. Oh, <laughs> that's right! Yeah, oh, yeah. so delightful, and they're just like, "Mom, is a little baby love short and I was like, oh, "She's just a delightful lady." Mm-hmm. And then, she is, you know, she's a person who can always make you just like grin. Yeah. Like you just love to see her. So you playful. love to see it's it. So playful and fun. She's not even <laughs> care about messing up her manicure. She's just like, oh, "Look at this little little instrument," mm-hmm. you know, and. Um, she's like yeah. she's like if your grandma was cool and a gay icon. Uh, yeah, <laughs> like yeah like, which my, no, my like, grandmother is neither <laughs> of those things. Um, <laughs> yeah, but wouldn't, wouldn't we all love a grandma like like Dolly Parton? I mean, <laughs> have you heard the uh, like her reading the bedtime stories? No, I haven't. On, but I bet YouTube, that's great. There's, there's YouTube videos. They're they're very like I'm like I feel like a child, but it's great. Like it's she is so comforting. Yeah. I think we're like collectively starved for like comforting content in mm-hmm. general, you yeah, know. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so like, um, it, but it, just like to quickly touch on it because I don't think we talked about it yet on this mini series. Um, mm. Her charity work, her her charity work is really impressive. Like the yeah. Imagination Library, just like giving free books, like uh, like a f- one free book a month to like families who need it is really sweet. That's very sweet. Like cousin like has like uses that program and like she's like because i was talking to them about like yeah we're doing a dolly pardon me series and like they're like oh i've never listened to her, to her music but you know my kids we we have this program and like we get free books all the time and it's like so sweet um and like yeah like we said like she did she like helped fund the vaccine one of them i think moderna oh, nice. uh, she yeah. helped like fund yeah. and make happen um just like when the pandemic was happening, she uh, paid her band like a full salary, like while wow. Al Rome Park. The only like negative like on that side of it is like she doesn't pay like the Dollywood workers enough. Like that's mm. like kind of the one kind of like 
dark side of it, like kind of like the of like oh she's like a capitalist blah 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 type of thing but yeah other yeah. all in all for like a millionaire right. like a multi-millionaire type she does pretty well for herself right um, right i mean she's not trying to go to space not even space just like yeah. girls, girls not <laughs> even minutes. just Who like cares? the outer <laughs> top of the earth <laughs> that was the stupidest thing that's the uh, dumbest yeah. thing i've ever seen Right, right. And yes. he's a, he's a tr- he's a troll, mm-hmm. Jeff Bezos. Anyway, not to go yes. to we would focus on Dolly here, but what a troll! <laughs> the, like the opposite. Hat. Of, the, uh, the opposite. The opposite. He, like he is the like, anti Dolly, and Dolly is the anti Bezos. Do you think if Jeff Bezos wore a big blonde wig, maybe like <laughs> <laughs> we'd like him better? I don't know. I, just something to think about. I I just I I don't think I could look past his trollery. I think he would be trolling me even more. <laughs> yeah, Even I more. agree. I mean, now now I don't think it could switch to Dolly Parton for sure. <laughs> right. Maybe if he started there. Um, but yeah, yeah. like, uh, so we're here to talk about, uh, I keep forgetting yeah. the name of this album because it's like so like bad, bad, name. bad name. Call it, call it Light of a Clear Blue mm. Morning. Call it that. No. What's wrong with y'all? Or call it Clear Blue Morning. Or, uh, so it's called New Dot, first, dot, dot, first gathering. It's New Harvest. <laughs> yeah. First does gathering. She say that in this album. I don't think she does. <laughs> she, I don't think she no, does. Right? <laughs> Where? What about what about she names after the hillbilly she sampled? Applejack. For Applejack. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. That's uh, so I, funny. I, I, I thought that song was about a dog the first time I listened to it. <laughs> I called him well, she has another job. Play your band. Another song about a dog. <laughs> but it's called something Jack. It's called. What's that? It's called. Uh, a cracker Jack. Cracker Jack. I'm yeah. like, you can't have two songs that are blank Jack that are about a human and a dog. Uh, she does have another song Amazing. about like a horse celebrity that's like like real an alcoholic, um, too. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, like uh, we're here to talk about that album. Um, and uh, let's get in, let's just get straight into it. Let's get into uh, what. Let's get a little into, into the background. Like so, basically, sure. um, after. Um, Jolene, she wrote the, for the album Jolene. She wrote the song "I Will Always Love You" to Porter Wagoner, basically, to um, because they were fighting. They were like really, they had a really contentious relationship. It was like really, um, they were fighting all the time. They might like it's rumored that they had like a weird romantic thing at one point, or this weird kind of beyond like a professional relationship type of relationship. Mm. Um, Mm-hmm. Dolly Parton was like the, the how it was described on the podcast like Dolly Parton's America is um when she she was hired on the show she was like the girl on the show like the girl singer like Porter was a star and then Dolly was the girl singer that um Porter kind of helped accelerate her career like cuz he believed mm-hmm. in her he saw potential in her and the star uh, they, is born Right, right. Truly, truly. Yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, hey, I hey, just want to get another look at Jeff. But it's like... Uh, <laughs> 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 Michael did the, like, the outlining of the nose thing. Um, yeah. Chelsea did it. Chelsea did it, too. <laughs> <laughs> um, iconic. It's best iconic. part of the movie, yeah, truly. That's like... That really was, iconic. I, I was like... Um, but yeah. Um, uh, she, she was the girl singer... Um, they started duetting together and then they started touring together. Porter started like helping her produce her albums and stuff. And then 
Dolly was like her stardom was like getting so bigger and bigger and bigger, and Porter Wagner was like getting jealous. He was like getting like kind of mm. um, poorer Wagner. Yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh, poorer Wagner. <laughs> he was. <laughs> let's a uh, moment of silence for that joke. <laughs> okay. Um, but yeah, like. Um, just for out of reverence, not because it was bad. Um, <laughs> yeah, 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 of course. I knew that. Um, but like, uh, so like she, her stardom was rising and stuff like that. And she was like, I'll, I'll do your show. I'll do the Porter Wagner show. But you got to let me do my own stuff. But Porter Wagner was like really controlling. He was like, no, mm. like very jealous and stuff like that. Mm. So she wrote, I will always love you to like kind of like say, look, I will always love you. But we have to part ways. And like he yeah. was like. He he listened to the song and said, "Well, that's the best song I've ever heard. Like that's the legend of it. Like that's the best song I've ever heard. I'll let you go, but I gotta produce that song for you." And then, like, but that was in 1974. She released that album, and this is 1977. And so mm-hmm. it's kind of after that he was still very bitter. He kind of like, it's kind of like Pharaoh with his like heart turning again. Like, like <laughs> kind of like, it just like, he let him, he let, uh, she, you know, he let her go. And then he was like, Oh, you, you owe me, the, you owe me these many albums. Like he tried to sue her and stuff like that. Very scooter. Yeah. Braun. Very scooter brawny. Very yeah, like, she did like um, six albums before this one or something. Yeah. I'm sure she did like four a year. Yeah. It's crazy. <laughs> so and she, like, uh, released 10 plagues upon Yeah, like... Uh, Firstborn um, son. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that's right. Um, but, yeah, and then it's like... Um, and with this album, it's just like she finally earned her independence, basically. She finally is free. And she has, like... She uh, produced this album pretty much by herself. She arranged and produced this album pretty much by herself. And this is like kind of her basically saying, I'm no longer part of the Porter Wagner show. This is the Dolly show now. <laughs> this is like, this is the whole deal. This is oh, what yeah. it is now. So uh, that's a little backstory of the album. Like, what do you, what do you feel though are the, what do you feel this album is actually about? What do you feel like are the themes, the, uh, the subject matter of this. I mean, album. I think you just touched on it. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think you very much. Yeah, I, you know, definitely am seeing a lot of love, a lot of uh, talking about love. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, I think there's a lot of. I mean, I mean, it kind of swings on a pendulum a little bit with some of this. I think there's, I think mm-hmm. there's some, some there's. There's optimism, but there's acknowledgement of struggle yes. at yeah. the same time. It, it's yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say, yeah, yeah. Cause it's the, the pendulum is, is a great, a, a great explanation for it. Cause like, yeah, it's that idea of like realizing that yes, you can love someone, but you can still realize that you're like better off without them, but you still miss them at times, but you're still better off without them. Like totally, yeah, it's totally yeah, holding on to you. Conflicting. Feelings. As we listen to more and more Dolly, I realize she has a lot of that. She loves to rely on people like with her love and like have them be like almost like a codependent seeming like source of like, yeah, inspiration. Like, or like at least like the perspective of the singer that she has her, her persona, right, mm-hmm. is like, uh, oh, I, I love to have these people. Like, your their love is what propels me. Their yeah. love you know lifts her mean? higher, um, and and higher. higher and higher. I was listening uh, to that. I love that, that, that song. That was really. Oh, I'm sorry to me cut you off. What did you say? 
No, no, no. What were you saying? Oh, no. I did, when I heard that, I was like, wait, did she oh. write that song? Like, I had to go, d- right, had to go right. double back and check that because I, that, yeah, it's a delightful song. Any iteration <laughs> of that, I'm, I'm, I'm going to oh, be absolutely. down for. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I, that was also with uh, My Girl, My Love. I had to mm-hmm. be like, is this from Dolly? Like, <laughs> it's a, a, it's a temptation mm-hmm. song. So it's like, yeah. but it's like kind yeah. of like, yeah. I, I just find it very cool of just like, it's she has total creative freedom yeah. now, and she's like, I want to do a temptation song. I want to do I want to do my own country yeah. rendition of like th- this soul song. I'm like, oh my god, this is so good. It's so yeah. good. Mm-hmm. I love I love her doing it better than you know like uh, the Civil Wars <laughs> sad version <laughs> of the song that they got their hands on, or like when Justin Bieber does like Fast Car, and like you haven't <laughs> your struggles are not the same. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Uh, not to not to invalidate his like struggles and stuff because like he's been through a lot, but still, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. but uh, yeah, like so. There's that. It's kind of like it's like um, Lila the Clear Blue Morning. Great song, beautiful song. Oh, but it's like kind of song. like mm-hmm. the idea of like the clouds mm-hmm. are parting, and I can see the light at the end of the tunnel. I can like now I can like breathe. she literally like yeah. wrote that now when kinda... she was leaving like Porter Wagner's office, like driving home and yeah. Right. That's, yes. God, it's so wow. good. So Insane. Because like the, the wow. idea would be like she wrote um, that that fact that everyone points out. Just like, you, do you know she wrote uh, uh, I Will Always Love You and Jolene in the same day? Mm-hmm. Like kind of that thing. And then she wrote this song after. It's like, how do you do it? Like, how do you like just yeah. crank out these hits? It, just it's. That's a good. It's so like the. <laughs> A genius, yes. Yeah. You, I like imagine making one song that, that good. isn't just your brain copying a song that you've heard before. Right? Yeah, <laughs> like literally. Right. So. It's a, this. The song isn't like uh, this album. I don't think is a particularly narrative album. Like it, it is cyclical. Like I like that it like starts and ends with like kind of her aspiring to something, um, mm-hmm. but it is kind of structured like a variety show. It's kind of like, oh, this is a perfect set list. If she performed mm-hmm. just this album through, it's like, it's not two sad songs in a row. It's not, it's like kind of like, you know, she sings a song about devotion mm-hmm. and then yeah. she so- sings a song about holding on to you about just like, man, you, you this is so frustrating. And then, um, you know, <laughs> when beauty lives in memory and then higher and higher and just like kind of, and then getting in my way. Like it's like so like I think <laughs> yeah. the I struggle with some of Dolly's stuff of just like track list of just like why did you put that there <laughs> like why did you do that and it then is a with lot this of push and yeah. pull yeah right yeah that's life that's life baby totally um, totally <laughs> yeah like the pacing you know from going to something that's a little a little more yeah, really. slower tempo, but like grandiose mm-hmm. and then to Applejack and then to Mike. It's very like <laughs> going from like a very, from like a euphoric thing to a more, um, either cheeky or critical take on Melancholy, love. And it seems yeah. to kind of, that seems to be like loosely like the back and forth that I'm kind of getting, you know? I mean, and then like you said too, it kind of bookends with these similarly like, uh, you know, things have been tough, but I'm going to the good place, you know? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. 
something I found really interesting about this album. Every other Dolly album we've done so far mm-hmm. is like sub tw- like thirty minutes, mm-hmm. so like almost sub twenty five minutes. Oh, wow! And this album's this album's runtime is over thirty minutes, basically only because of it the five minute you are in it, which pushes it over thirty minutes, which is the longest song that she's had <laughs> on any of these albums by like two minutes. Mm-hmm. It's like she she was like made for the streaming era where you want every song to be under three minutes. <laughs> yeah. Right. And, yeah, and truly. This album like has like some of her longer songs, which I think she works she well. to its favor. Yeah. 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 She yeah. like it, again, it's like it uh she's kinda like this is proto I don't want to sound disrespectful, but this is kind of proto Taylor Swift to just like her exploring yeah. different genres and stuff like that and like Going like yeah. I don't want to be country. I don't want to do just country anymore. I don't want to like do rock and roll music. I want to do yeah. Like I want to do a R and B tribute. I want to kind of do like a gospel soul thing too. I just totally. like yeah. And like I think some people didn't like it, but like I think also it just speaks to her creative freedom and just like yeah i'm inspired by more th- this is her 18th album 18 like that's, so that's many. Oh, yeah. man. <laughs> i know it's like when you're when you write 18 albums you're gonna like try and explore other things it's okay you know yeah yeah well, it's what's funny is that she's did 18 albums without touching on her weird friend Applejack. <laughs> yeah, <growing up. laughs> okay, so uh, <laughs> so any other any other themes, any other things you're like you want to say about this album, like theme wise? I'm sorry that I called Applejack. He, <laughs> he's he not a real person. Like a he's not a real person. He's not a real person. So okay. it's like, okay. uh, so that guy's okay. He's a weirdo. <laughs> that she made up. But like, it's based on her uncle and this guy named. Uh, let me pull it up. Um, orange, orange Bob. <laughs> orange Bob. <laughs> uh, it's like uh, <laughs> moment of silence for that one. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, I am so funny today. No, 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 yes, you are. No, no, no. We're so appreciating it. We're not like it's. Like, <laughs> we're using the moment of silence in a different context where it's like. Yes, like yeah. <laughs> sometimes, sometimes I will be, but uh, my boyfriend. I love to like just rant at him. Basically, like if we didn't live together, I'd call him for like an hour every night. And sometimes I'm like, "Have you listened to my podcast yet?" And he's like. <laughs> Not yet, because he has a job that he can't just like consume me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like like I do. And uh, he's he was like, no, not yet. And I was like, I was really funny in this last episode. <laughs> and then I'll like tell him a joke I said. He's like, that sounds no, pretty you don't funny. Understand. And I'm like, you have you have the patience of God to listen to me tell you retell you a joke I listened to myself say. That's love. That's <laughs> when you know it's like, love. By the way, like the guy's name is Perry Lindsay and his nickname was Sawdust. So (laughs) honestly, not that not that that different. Like your nickname. Um so like the backstory with that is like he lived in the woods and he played the banjo. He had a bunch of old hunting dogs and he stunk like crazy, but I would sneak off to his place anyways. I was so intrigued because I heard him playing the banjo and I just loved how he played and he and I thought, well, I'll just hold my nose and go. Uh, like that's like kind of like one of the inspirations <laughs> for um, that song. Um, but yeah, let's uh, take. Did uh, sorry, what were you gonna say? I was gonna ask, did he leave her the banjo, or did she make that up too? 
The stinky. Uh, it's banjo. also like based on her. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> like more be, she would be more popular if that banjo wasn't so <laughs> sweat stains all over it. <laughs> <laughs> she, she would be number one. All the, like the um, stinky but, banjo. But like, it's also like based on her uncle too. Like she, uh, her uncle taught her the banjo. Um, so let's uh, take a quick break, and uh, we'll be right back with more. Let me Google the title. <laughs> New Harvest First Gathering. <laughs> <laughs> Click. And we're back here talking about uh, Dolly Parton's New Harvest First Gathering. Dot, dot, dot. Nailed it. Um, so I was looking at it. I was like, literally, because I, I, li- I have object permanence with this album title. I'm just like, <laughs> I'm like a parrot that just like, you know, it's if you cover one. the cage. Yeah. <laughs> it's a weird do guys, one. Do you guys play Harvest Moon, the video game Harvest Moon ever? Mm-mm. No, but like that farming. It so. makes sense that you would think it was like Harvest Moon, like the title. Harvest Moon would be a better title phrase. for this. Well, that's a Neil yes. Young album, though, mm-hmm. isn't it? Okay. Well, fuck <laughs> it. He sucks. <laughs> she could have done it better. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, welcome to the episode. Let's do lowlights. I think we'll have generally less lowlights, I imagine. But, you know, let's do lowlights first. Uh, what's a lowlight for any of you guys? I, I'm probably going to be like on the, the outside here, but I didn't really like your love. I didn't really care for what? the cover that much. Yeah. Oh, higher and higher. Yeah. Higher and higher, know. or no? <laughs> or my no, way. I can I can hop on I can hop on the I can, I can hop on the the Sean uh, criticize Wagon. the yeah. cover uh, train because <laughs> I I it didn't I, again listening to that one I was like I wanted to listen to the original afterwards and mm-hmm. I did and I did because mm-hmm. that original one just has this really like. I mean, it's just like pure dopamine listening to the the mm-hmm. original. Um, was I, Sam Cooke? It's not Sam Cooke. I can't remember. But um, and then my I girl. I just googled it. It is uh, Jackie Wilson. Oh, yes. Jackie. Okay. Yeah. Um, and my girl. Um, you know, I it's these aren't. It's not that they're bad. They're well done. But I think of the of the tracks on the album. Those are the two. Upon re-listening, like I skipped. My girl slash my love, and I re-listened mm. to higher and higher, but it it's I wouldn't say it's like in my top three. Well, well, first of all, I, I rescind I, I, my comment. I'm not having a great time. So. Oh no! <laughs> oh my god! Oh, no! It begins. I think it's a fun song. It's just it is like it's so re- it's just such a repetitive song to begin with, like the mm-hmm. lyrics that I sure. was like it. It's just doesn't do much for me. I did really like my love. I thought this was a very sweet cover. And we're talking about low lights, but uh, my love, I did. Oh, sure. I, did I was like piggybacking lot, on your low light. <laughs> yeah. My actual low light was probably the My Girl one, because I think it was just a little too mm. much of like, it's a little too much of the breathy, like, like for yeah. me, that's, yeah. I didn't, that's you fine. know, I could listen to, um, you know, so many, so many of these other tracks, like countless times. And I think the, the more kind of like, like. Like I didn't. I mean, also, I'm not crazy about the original either. I'll be honest. It's fine. Yeah. I mean, it's a classic Motown song, but I think it's fine. Like, well, in this one too, it was like it was so much slower than the original, mm-hmm. which I get it because it's like sweeter. But I, she's like, what? Can <laughs> make? Yeah. I was like, all right, yeah. get on with it, Dolly. Like, yeah, yeah. It's it's slower, and then I think, and then the other thing too, like you talking about higher and higher, and like it. 
from the from the original version too, like the way that one grabs me is so much more about that vocal performance. The way he's mm. like, Eva! you know, like yeah. he's like really like you're feeling that like. I think about like that because it's also the song in the end credits of Death to Smoochie and they're on like the strings and they're like flying <laughs> this uh, like the air. I'm like, I feel like that, like listening to it, <laughs> you know, to, to that version. Whereas this one was a little more, um, it was a different flavor. It was not bad. I don't, neither of these yeah, covers yeah. were bad. I would say, but and I think that is a testament to the strength of the album that I would consider those the low lights. For me. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Like right. Yeah. Totally. all of my lows are relative lowlights to how good the rest of it is. Like for mm-hmm. me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Sean, uh, you higher and higher would be almost impossible for me to low light just because of the circumstances of me listening to it for the first time. Mm-hmm. So I've been in like uh, this boot as, as listeners of the pod will know at this point. Previously, literally I ruptured my Achilles three ouchie, months ago. Ouchie. Um, and am just like next week I will be out of the boot, but I started oh, physical therapy like this week. Thank you. I'm so excited, yeah. but I started physical therapy this week and my physical therapist's office, which I didn't know, is right next to where a new Dunkin' Donuts just opened up. <laughs> wow. And I grew up near Dunkin' Donuts. I love Dunkin'. And so, like, that's, like, that's like my chain, you know, like, it's Dunkin' oh, Donuts. Michael yeah. runs on Dunkin'. I love Dunkin'. Literally, I run on Dunkin'. And so, <laughs> I, like, he was like, yeah, you'll be able to get out of your boot next week. And I left the office. I got coffee. And then I checked my emails and I didn't have to, like, do any work until, like, noon. And I was like, and then I was like, okay, let me listen to the next song in the album. It's like, your love keeps lifting me <laughs> higher and higher. Yeah, and I'm like, wonderful. wow, I, I can't not have a good time listening to this song. You know, mm-hmm. I got my donkeys. <laughs> I got the boot coming off soon. Shuffling so. around your room in the. Meanwhile, uh, the Sh- Sean yeah, was telling me, on. like, uh, you know, when he listened to this song, he fell into a poop sewer. So that's why he's <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. oh shit! Yeah, oh, that shit. was right after I hung out. Yeah, that was right after I hung out with Sawdust. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. stinky banjo. Yeah, oh, that's no. why it stinks. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so uh, that's 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 a that's a, a, a that's a, such a sweet story. I love it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> sorry, that was like a little no. bit like. Oh yeah, let me tell you this marginally adjacent it's, it's, like it's the like, adjacent. It's, it's as thin as my achilles oh. was uh, <laughs> so but i love my love uh it's it's so mm. i i think it's just more it's kind of like because sean was like i don't know if i like repetitive like something i've noticed with like sean's like taste is like i don't know if i necessarily love repetitive music you know mm-hmm. like um like r&b and stuff like you some some R and B at least like um where it's, it's, just, it's just like if you're gonna yeah. if you're gonna repeat stuff like do things to like switch it up a little bit yeah. and I mean even on like the uh, higher and higher like she does like the instrumental changes a little bit but it's still again yeah. it was like like you said like a relative low light it yeah. was like it's still good but I what about the like, la da 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 and uh, yeah. what more can I want what more can I need that whole that. I, that's that's enough of a switch up for me. Mm-hmm. If a song's mm. repetitive, it works. If the, you want to live in that atmosphere, yeah. Really if you're in the if like, you're in yeah. the vibe for it, if you're if that's if that's what you're totally in the mood for. I think I think the other thing too why I like came down a bit more critically on my my love is that it was the one like right after Applejack and then before that Light of a Clear Blue Morning, mm. and I think it was just 
I think it was going to necessitate a more critical opinion after, <laughs> yeah. the, you know, not to, you know, I know we're still talking about low lights, but <laughs> like as far as part of my highlight conversation about this album, I mean, it starts so, so strong. Mm-hmm. And yeah, mm-hmm. the both of those first two songs are super killer. And so, yeah, yeah. going to my love after that, I was like, I thought, yeah. Chelsea, yeah. that's totally insightful. I didn't even think about that. I, I find the Applejack, like, my my low light, like, 10 seconds of the uh-huh. album is when they have Applejack talk. <laughs> He's like, <laughs> diggle-a-danging on your diggle-a-danging. See, that's the other thing, too. I'm like, see, that's, understandably, I can see why that would maybe be someone else's low light. But I was all I for it. the kitschiness of, of that. Yeah, no. I, I loved... I love that comedic little fla- like flair, and I, 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 it swings big, and and also following right after "Light of a Clear Blue Morning," which was such a like a, a big uh-huh. song. You know, I thought it was going to be much yeah. more gen- gentle and and whatever, and then it when it what it builds up into, it was like, mm-hmm. oh wow, that really yeah. took me took me back aback, you know, and then. Um, uh, and then Applejack was just—I mean, that was just so. Playful. That part of Applejack made me feel like I was on Splash Mountain. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> to be honest, I like, kind of love that a lot. I love the corniness of that. Sure, you know? sure. With Applejack, sure. I love it cinematically of just like how it starts mm-hmm. very intimate. Like, first, like I love the way she uses production as storytelling aid, basically, mm-hmm. where she mm-hmm. like. Mm-hmm. Uh, what? Because it like starts off with with a guitar riff, and then when she says, "Applejack played his banjo," and then the banjo is introduced as yeah. a musical element, and then mm-hmm. and I played my tambourine, play a song, and then she plays the tambourine, yeah. it's, and then mm-hmm. I love how it expands when he dies like an applejack dies yeah. it expands to an audience or to a crowd or a dance hall or something where it's like, like oh do you know like a you know like a send yeah, off of yeah. sorts like yeah it's very yeah. like the legacy lives on kind of thing which is <laughs> applejack which is lives really fun through the, the song smell lingers <laughs> oh, yeah. i keep joking about that but like um uh, like again applejack's not real but like um but um does the uh, it the, his legacy lives on? He can't hurt you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, his legacy lives on through the song itself, through the memories there they made go. together, there and through go. the literal banjo, like like that. Can yeah. I say a criticism I have of Applejack that that's specifically for that sure. reason? Uh, in her song, have you heard Cracker Jack? The song about expand, the dog. It's on Jolene Deluxe. No, I haven't heard that. Uh, uh, on Jolene Deluxe, she has a song about Cracker Jack, her dog she had growing up that died and it dies mm-hmm. right before the last chorus and it's arguably the exact same song as this song oh see the dog plays the banjo that, too that <laughs> no 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 because no, she's like she's like cracker jack he's gone now <laughs> like she does yeah. the same thing that she does about Applejack, and i'm like you're kind of like pre-wrote this song you're like let me let me change there's it definitely, up a little there's bit there's definitely like a, a sort of a tropey structure to these sure. kinds of storytelling <laughs> Yeah, um, yeah. like twangy songs a little bit or like, sure. let me tell mm-hmm. you about my friend or this person and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> right, they right. were like this and that. And then one day they did this thing and I'll never forget it. Totally. They're gone totally. now, but I remember <laughs> them forever and you will too. There's also, we all do. There's also a part where Cracker Jack comes in and he's like, rah, rah, rah. Yeah. in a little like 10 that's seconds. Cute. That. That's I cute. can't that's promise cute. that that doesn't happen in the song. <laughs> 
I yeah, I think it's super sweet. I, I think that song is super sweet. Um, yeah, a low light for me um is uh, holding on to you. I just like, I I get it in terms of like even, but even that song works for me. It just like. Um, that one's a, just the least interesting musically, I think, to me. Mm-hmm. Um, but I like that it's sandwiched in between My Girl and You Are. Just like two gentle, mm-hmm. like, lazy river of a song. Lazy rivers of songs. Where, lazy like, river is a good... It's like yeah. where, like, yeah. holding on to you is like, picks up the pace and then it gets... Where if it, if those two songs totally. were put next to each other, I wouldn't like it as much. It's just like, you're still doing this about the same person, like, kind of. Yeah, um, yeah. But yeah. That's that's really yeah. my big one. I don't, I wasn't too fond of where beauty. What is it? What? I think we're I think we're on the same page about that one too. That would be yeah. like my of her originals. That was probably my low light for me. Yeah. But like, I do enjoy the storytelling element just mm-hmm. as I Absolutely. enjoy that in her other her yeah. other songs. Um, but yeah, it was it felt a little. I kind of I kind of zoned out during during that listen, mm-hmm. and then it's then it there's that line of like, and then she fell to the floor and died, and I was like, what? Yeah, <laughs> I, I wasn't sure what the like moral of the story was. Like, I wasn't uh, sure what I was supposed to walk away with from it. Chelsea, you you do not have the enhanced uh, listening experience that came with Andrew's text oh. about this song that he said oh, in our no. group text that he screenshotted the song and said. Dolly recorded this on the beach that makes you old. <laughs> That's so funny. Oh my god, I had that vibe. I was just like, "Wait, she died?" Like, I, was like, I was like doing like chores or something. I was like, Wait, this, "What was this song about?" That was quick. It is like I. It like kind of is like a Shyamalanian twist of the 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 idea of like. Oh, she's imagining oh, she her life, basically. <laughs> yeah. Like 20 to 40 in 10 seconds. Yeah. It's like kind <laughs> yeah. of um, uh, zero to 60 in 3.5. Yeah, and <laughs> like when you listen back to it, it's like sadder. Like when you listen back to the two happy verses, they're just like, I'm so beautiful. I'm looking at myself in the mirror, all that stuff. And then it's like it's sadder like when you have the context of the ending of the song, to me, at least. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It was kind of like, oh, yeah, very M Night Shyamalan. Like, oh, that recontextualized the rest or of the song. Or kind of like Memento, me. kind of. Or just like when. Oh, you sure. Like, yeah. 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 I thought it was crazy at the end when she uses water to fend away the Grim Reaper from her dead body. <laughs> That's a whole wow. Yeah, the lore. The lore. I give this credit in the in the storytelling. The the. The storytelling yeah. element of yeah. this for sure. So again, it's like a, a the deep part Shyamalan universe. Yeah. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> a film by D. Parton. Partonalon. That's the name of our miniseries, not Dolly Parton. D. Night Partonalon. No one would know what it is. <laughs> would listen. Would listen. <laughs> I mean, I mean, there yeah, we got one listeners so that's all that's all that matters um, <laughs> but um i love it i love that song i just like i love it when a chorus is reintroduced and uh gives new context so like the mirror mirror on the wall when she sings it very like softly and sadly and hauntingly at the end i think that's really cool i like how she uses uh the harmonica and like the ethereal background vocals to kind of mm. like symbolize like a ghost kind of like giving you that like mm-hmm. motif like musical motif early on and then it hits you at the end yeah I, I yeah and once again the storytelling's really 
great. And like, um, also just her vocal performance is so good in all of it. All this, all this she record. Great. She sounds yeah. so yeah. good. And like, cause it sounds so good. Cause like, I will always love you. Her version of it was kind of very soft and very like gentle and stuff like that. Cause she doesn't like do the, and uh, she doesn't do that. Mm-hmm. But like in yeah. this song, in this album, she actually does like, there's a drum and then like, a then like an explosive yeah, yeah. moment and on like the end of you are, I believe like, I think that's where mm-hmm. it is. I think so. Yeah. yeah. It's like, Oh, Oh, she does. She can do that too. Like, it's like, so she's not an inferior, not that I ever thought that she was, but like, she's not an inferior artist <laughs> right. to Whitney or whoever. So, um, any other low lights, any other low lights here? I have no low lights. Wow. I'm going to say. Mm. Aww, yeah, right. Hell yeah. All right. Let's get to, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I, you guys, this week has been very much like positive vibes or hashtag Aww. positive vibes only for yeah. me. Um, so I think Good. like watching Ted Lasso this week and yeah. like listening to this and the boot and everything, like it's all combined to like positive. any album I could have listened to and been like amazing. That's <laughs> delightful. It just happened to be this that one. So yeah. let's get through highlights then. Let's get to highlights. Uh, anything mm. that we haven't covered that's a highlight for you guys. I love Light of a Clear Blue Morning. We talked so about it earlier. Good. But God, it's so good. I was going to say the same yeah. thing. It just starts uh, so strong. Like, it's so... It's almost unfair to compare the rest of the album. Like, to yes. talk about the rest of the album compared to, like, that opening number is... is yes. It's in its own league, honestly. Like, in my opinion, from... You know, yeah. with my limited understanding and, and experience with Dolly Parton, I was like, that's... Ooh, that's an anthem, anthem number. Like, that's... Oh, yeah. yeah. I've been listening to it, like... All week, just like it's so good. It's so good. It's one of her best songs, in my opinion. It's like it was the song that I think Stephanie shared the song on her story. Like Stephanie Senior, our one of our editors, Mm. um, Mm. she said she shared the song on one of her stories, and. Because we had like the Dolly Parton month planned out, I was like, "Okay, we're gonna do this one. We're gonna do this." Was not included. This album was not included, and I heard this song, and I was like. Let's do this one. <laughs> let's let's do this yeah. one because I just like, um, I was just like so, it's it's so incredible. Like the tempo change when she kind of realizes that she's free yeah. is like so yeah. incredible. That euphoria of just like yeah, it's so per- it's it it is truly like a perfect song. And the I I just like don't I I feel like expanding on it too much would really diminish like how it perfect it is as a song just gotta yeah. listen yeah, to it, it really just is. gotta listen to it yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Un- unfortunately for our podcast where we talk about music <laughs> exclusively <laughs> uh, you have to listen to the song it's just too good yeah. to talk about it further. <laughs> it's good but uh no it's 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 incredible dolly parton harnesses the like ugh, classic me but Dolly Parton harnesses like the euphoria of like worship music when you're Absolutely. like on on the same page yeah. as like the people singing worship music. Yeah. Like you're really into it, you know what I mean? And then like, but she harnesses it in these like non worship music songs. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I will raise my hands up to this song. Yeah. Like, she I makes love it this. Exec- you know, amen, a- a- Dolly. accessible to us a, a secular. Yeah, uh, listeners. Exactly. Yeah. So, not, so that, not, not, so that also yeah. like when she does, I would be in a cult led by Dolly. <laughs> so that when she does like <laughs> there, which is very proselytizing, I don't mind. I truly don't mind at all. Yeah, it's, yeah. I, I'm yeah. like yes, like good. 
that's the thing that helps you make you happy and like you're giving <laughs> us happiness so good like that's yeah, beautiful good, like yeah. good <laughs> good yeah. good for her <laughs> Good, yeah, for good for her. <laughs> good for you. You look happy and healthy. Um, but that's right. <laughs> Dolly Parton is one of the very few people for which religion I feel has only been a one hundred percent positive experience for her and others. Yeah, yeah. you know mm. what I mean. Like, it doesn't yeah. cause her to do weird bad things. At least from what right. I've seen. So, know? like a little so. like this is another anecdote from Dolly Parton's America, but the way she discovered God basically, cause she grew up in the church. She did not relate to the, she was scared of going to hell. She was really like terrified and like didn't connect with people speaking in tongues and all that stuff. And then one day mm -hmm. she, when she was like 10 or something like that, she went, she visited this abandoned church with like graffiti and like, disturbing images and like pornography on the walls and stuff like that. And she would like, first of all, she would like add to those drawings and stuff like that. And mm. then she would like, kind of like discover her sensuality that way. But then Dolly Parton, do, 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 <laughs> that was a moment of silence because it was bad. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. That's not true. I like that. Porn, 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 porn here's a who. Porton here's a who. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but so she would, um, so she would like, uh, but then also she would sing, she would sing songs. And then like, I think Psalm 23 came to her in that moment. And then she's like, that's a moment she like is able to pinpoint of just like that euphoria and that spirituality and that connectedness to God. But it's also her whole deal of like spirituality, sensuality, music, like all those things, like kind of like that's her whole deal. And like, she says, whenever I'm feeling down, whenever I'm feeling like kind of, you know, having a hard time, I'm able to access that memory and like bring it to now basically which is a really sweet weird story <laughs> um but it's like it's like um so it's like also like her christianity and her spirituality is very uh exp it's expansive more than what some religious right people kind of understand oh this is the parameters of christianity you have to live in here um mm. basically which is, is i think is like probably why it connects with a lot of people um yeah, like there. I like there. I like that song. I, I, like you said, just like good. I just love gospel music. I truly do like love when it's done well and stuff like that. Um, I just love, mm -hmm. I love choirs. I love like, um, when all the vocal elements come together. So, uh, well, it feels good when you can like support the artist and not feel weird about it. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? So that's nice. And again, it's, didn't Dolly say, or is Dolly falsely accredited to saying the higher the hair, the closer to God? Or is that a I think part? she said it. Well, I, that's what I've okay. heard is that she <laughs> said it. But it could, it could be someone else. But I, it's a really good quote, good regardless. Quote. Yeah. Or I know, uh, I know, I love the other quote that she said, which is the costs a lot of money to look this cheap. Like <laughs> <laughs> I, think I love that quote. Like she has a great sense. Of, she's very. She has a lot of humility. She's you know very mm. affable like that. Like she doesn't take herself too seriously. No, I saw an interview where she they were asking her what her favorite color was and she was like A twenty four, which is like the the like dye code for the mm. hair dye she uses <laughs> or whatever. Huh. I thought it was pretty funny. She also loves uh Midsummer. She's a big Midsummer yeah. fan. 
Um, so that's cute. I love that. I love oh. that very much. Like, From the film studio, that even more. <laughs> even more. She loves uh, the Green Knights. Uh, the baby that gets stolen in the witch is actually uh, was stolen the, by sawdust. The, the, oh no! <laughs> the witch. Good, good movie. Um, but like, um, I love you are next to how does it feel? I think that's really sweet. I, uh, I love you are the, um, the vocal riff, like what's it called? Every role I play in life, you play the leading part, that vocal. I, I did mm. not do it justice. What, what, what I did, but <laughs> that is so, that riff is so beautiful. That vocal riff is so, and it's just like, once again, just like restraint. And then that explosion, that frisson at the end, that explosion at the mm -hmm. end is like, really, it's very patient. It's very like, um, yeah, so I like that a lot. So it's not like a Carly song, which I love Carly, but it's not like a Carly song where you do the you do the verse and it's soft and then the explosion and then you go back and then go back and forth. It's like building to the end. So I like that. That was a highlight for me as well, that song. She does all the arrangements. Like every like she co-wrote the mm -hmm. songs with some other guy. Um, but she arranged all of it herself, which is She's truly, she's like a production god here. Like she is so, she, her production instincts are so genius. I think. Isn't that, that's like what I came away from, from all Dolly Parton work is like, even if I don't necessarily connect with the album, I'm like, oh my God, she is a genius. Like she's a genius at what she does. So I, I also appreciate just like the uh, dynamics on the record too. I think that makes things more emotional, makes things hit harder. And she's uh, like a, I feel like a lot of. Yeah, yeah. She's like a ringleader. She's kind of like, she has all these elements like guitars, electric guitars, drums, you know, banjos, like all these people playing the instruments for her and like a choir and all that stuff. And then she just like knows where to put everything. And then she's like, it's very much like a live experience. It feels like a live show. Basically. Where we too so. could have been singing about Applejack at the end. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So any other highlights, lowlights, stray observations, or anything along those lines? None for me. I'm good. He's good. So yeah, let's uh, get to final thoughts and ratings. The way it works is we'll rate this album out of 10 with a fun metric at the end. So who would like to go first? I will just because I actually like, I forgot to take notes on my final thoughts. So I'm just going to wing <laughs> it here. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, I really liked, I was very blown away by this album. Um, I don't think the covers were, I think the covers were good, obviously. Like, I think mm. all these songs are good. The covers just didn't hit quite as hard. Um, but other than that, I, I think it's really strong. I think, like uh, like we've said, it's a really great uh, record of just creative expression. Mm -hmm. And her song songwriting shines, her production shines, her vocals really shine. Uh, yeah, I think it's pretty great so i will give it nine stinky smelly banjos out of ten yeah. <laughs> still pretty good um yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. a lot of banjos <laughs> yeah uh i can go next uh i i fear with you know my you know arguably manic positivity i have this week that we are entering my pitch forkification uh scoring era where i give everything either like way too high or way too <laughs> low uh but you know Say la vie, right? So uh, I thought this album was really great. I think it's it's definitely my favorite one we've listened to so far. I will will be returning to it. It has already mm -hmm. started, you know, 
moving its way up the ranks in my, uh, you know, in my mind, on my playlists, all that. So um, I just I think it's really thoughtful. Every every song has its purpose on this album, Um, even, you know, even like the like slight twinges of codependency that make me a little bit like eh about about a couple of the songs. Mm. I'm still like it makes me love Dolly even more. Um, So I I think I'm going to have to give this album nine and a half dead and gone Apple Jacks out of ten. (laughs) Rest in peace. (laughs) R.I.P. Applejack. (laughs) Uh... I was going to do Stinky Banjos also, Sean. So. Oh, hey, nice. By the way, like, there could be, like, sung to, like, it's so, ver- the, the the versatility of, like, demographic is really cool, too. Like, there could be sung to, like, a bunch of preschoolers if you wanted to. And then, like, just, like, some of the other songs are, like, perfect mood-setting songs. And then some others are just, like, really, like, um like just like for an audience or something like that for like older people yeah it's like the reason why her music connects with so many different types of people um mm-hmm. yeah i like i love this album i think this is like like michael said one of my favorite of hers we've listened to so far uh maybe there's like um maybe there'll be another one later um that i'll like more but so far this is her best one i think it's like pretty this is just her at her at a creative peak in my opinion mm-hmm. she is so in the pocket she is so uh because she's done so many like 10 song albums and like there's always there the ones we've listened to there's like a few not stinkers but just like kind of like oh it's not as good you know but every song here is like pretty a tier like pretty high caliber and like grade a meat like quality um it's like really and like i love this i love that it works as an as a conceptual album but also a live set of just like a feel-good playlist essentially at the same time i uh love the hopefulness and the joyousness and the gratitude towards life she has i think that's very beautiful mm-hmm. and it really just makes me wonder like how could i be this happy how could i be this <laughs> happy with any with, with, with my life or anything um so that's really aspirational i'm gonna give it 9.5 lambs that lay with lions and lions that lay with babies the the point five sheep, by the way, is not it's not a sheep cut in half. It's like it, it, the sheep is sheared with all the furs, all the sheep skin. Right, right, right. It's, it's not it's dead not or anything. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, not yeah, like yeah, disgusting. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, I or it's a sheep ex- astray exactly. from the herd yeah. being hunted by the shepherd. <laughs> That's yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Um, I yeah, I really really enjoyed this. This was an absolute treat to listen to. Um, and I mean, it definitely turned me on to, to exploring more of her uh, prolific uh, catalog uh, of music. Um, and yeah, like the the covers, some of the slower stuff aside, like I, I you know, I have nothing but just respect and just I, it was a super delightful listen. I would give this um Nine out of ten uh, ladies uh, in the mirror, ladies uh, looking at themselves in the mirror. You know, yeah, 
Yeah, nine yeah. of them. I can't do half because half because I might. She would be sawed and in half, and that right, would be violent. Right, so right. we don't do half yeah. sizes for the ladies, unfortunately, because that's murder. Um, so true. So, so true, bestie. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so true, And they, they already and they go. They already been through so much. These women. Yeah. yeah. Especially when you're old and she's already imagining and maybe gonna die. Her time while, is coming. We're not right. gonna maim right. her. She's gonna do it to herself. Okay. Right. Aw. Anyway. <laughs> is that the lesson? <laughs> is that the lesson? <laughs> we, we forgot to cover that in themes. Um, but. Uh, <laughs> but um, yes. Yeah, so that was wonderful. Uh, this is a wonderful album. Uh, uh, definitely in the top top echelon of stuff we've listened to for the show. Um, so, in my opinion. Um, but, um, <laughs> yeah, let's uh, get through, uh, let's get to our, <gasps> I've been meaning to listen to that. And, and we, we did. did. Playlist. We, okay, we got to decide if we're doing it fast or slow. Off air, off fun this way. That, uh, now yeah, we're in, really now we're in another much. fight. Just basically. do it excited. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, okay. I'm Michael Aventado. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, I'll do I'll do a pick. I um, so for the podcast blank check. I've been I watched all the cluster. The Musker and Clemens films, the Disney Renaissance movies. Um, and the one that really, really surprised me and how good it was is Princess and the Frog. That one is a, one of those undiscovered gems I just adored. I, I just like, mm-hmm. I love the music. Uh, it's written by a another American songwriter, luminary, prolific guy. Randy Newman wrote, wrote and composed mm. all the songs. Oh, sure. And sure. I, I was like, oh, he should do this more. He is so because I always just like, you got a friend to me. Like, I know yeah, him yeah. from that. Right. <laughs> like, but he's like, these songs are so beautiful. And like, but yeah, okay. So the pick I'll pick is um, Dig a Little Deeper from the Princess and the Frog soundtrack. Click. It reminds me a lot of. Dolly's work and like the gospel feel of it all is so uh, gorgeous and stuff like that. The, the the look of the movie is so I I just love two D animation so much. I love how like it's a shame that like kind of fell by the wayside to three D animation um, as of late. Hopefully there's a resurgence. Um, but I love. Um, and I also love that all the characters kind of have a Randy Newman <laughs> like affectation to their voices. Like um, this is like sung by like an old lady, and like it's it's like real like yeah yeah it's like um, really cool. Um, so just the song just makes me really happy, and uh, it's gorgeous. So that's my pick. Nice. Well, I've been going through a uh, big Elton John phase. I again. don't care. I'm just kidding. Oh, nice. <laughs> what if I? Uh, <laughs> well, I'm gonna tell Skip. you. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, and then I like I've just been listening to a lot of his stuff, and uh, I think my favorite Elton John song is uh, Daniel. Click. I can see Daniel waving goodbye. God, it looks like Daniel. Uh, no, this is like a song that I had heard many times before, and I thought it meant like one thing, and then I listened to it again, and like actually like looked at the lyrics read it and was like oh this is like really depressing and mm-hmm. like completely different from what i thought it was like i thought it was like a love song like someone leaving and 
you know, him saying goodbye and stuff, but it's actually about like someone leaving for the Vietnam War and like coming back home and being like like suffering from PTSD and stuff. And I was like, this is crazy. But also like that's really cool that you can take two different meanings from it. But yeah, and I think it's just a beautiful sounding song. Like, I mean, Elton John is obviously, you know, he's where he's at for a reason. But uh, yeah, you know, and then the lyrics by Bernie Toppin are wonderful as well. So yeah, yeah, can't be can't be Toppin. Uh, yeah, that should so have been like I think Bernie could have won the uh, primary if that was his like slogan. <laughs> I can't I can't be Toppin. Bur- Bernie can't what? be top binned. <laughs> <laughs> and like <laughs> But Bernie Sanders is using it for right. some reason. <laughs> You're gonna have to dig deep to figure out what he's talking about. Yeah. <laughs> well let me transition from that. Uh anyways, after that bad joke, Chelsea, do you have a good song to put on our playlist? Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, you sure yeah. <laughs> you, oh man. Uh well I I tried to look for it on Spotify. There are some covers. Um, I don't have a spot. I do Apple Music, so. Mm. Uh, Let me take a look. But I believe, wow. I believe, I know, <laughs> I messed up. I should be on Spotify instead because that's where everybody else is. I messed up. Um, do you even get the shareables for Instagram that Spotify gives you once every two months? I don't, get, I don't, <laughs> I don't no, so. Apple sucks. I shouldn't have, I, I boo-booed. I boo booed hard, but I'm into oh, deep. Oh, Spotify's I, I'm into bad deep. too. Don't worry, it's fine. Yeah. Like, oh, okay, it's they're all, all okay. Well, then that being said, um, I <laughs> I've been teaching myself on the piano, and I realized I was like, this wow. is very similar to in tone and positive storytelling vibes to a Dolly Parton song. Mm-hmm. Um, my favorite Schoolhouse Rock song, uh, Interplanet Janet. Click. <laughs> yeah and there's uh there's a couple there's several moments where the girl's singing and she's very folks she has a very folksy sound to her it's very upbeat it's a it's a story about this this uh this other character um so there's a lot of like parallels to applejack i would say in some ways um it's also very educational you learn about the planets uh um, but also it's, there's like some talking parts that are like very, there's a very, um, exuberant performance to that song that I felt was, was very much in the heart and spirit of a, uh, Dolly Parton song. Uh, certainly from what, what we got from this album. Uh, oh, yeah. And yeah, that's my, that's my submission is Schoolhouse Rock's Interplanet Janet. Very nice. I love that song. I love it. I don't care. To go. No, I love it. I love it. I'm engaged. I transition into my pick now. (laughs) Thank you. Uh, I, uh, to go with my, you know, singing in the car, happy mood. I have been kind of listening to like only music I can sing along to. Not necessarily (laughs) should, but can, you know. And uh, that's led me to a lot of Fleetwood Mac. Um, uh, I've already put a Fleetwood Mac, I think, during our Dolly series, but unfortunately, here it comes again. This song is uh, Everywhere by Fleetwood Mac. Click.
fun. It's so like, just makes you feel like alive. It feels like a summertime movie. Like you want to play it during like a car driving sequence in a movie. And I don't know. That's what I want right now. So by the way, you put it on the REM episode, so you're fine. Like, yeah, it's been like a okay, month or okay, okay, so. okay, okay, okay. Yeah, couldn't remember when I did it. I you, knew it was kind of recent. You also said, "Here comes another one," and I was like, "Oh, he's doing a DJ Khaled song this time." <laughs> Here comes <laughs> another <I> one. <laughs> uh, I mean, I did put Shakira on a little bit ago too, so I'm 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 anywhere with these. By the way, Airplane Jazz on Spotify. You're fine. Yeah. So. Oh, okay, uh, tight. Yeah, it's, right. a, it's a bop. All right. <laughs> so that was great. So uh, let's uh, do some plugs. You could follow me at Andre Lee on Instagram and Twitter. You could follow Sean uh, at T1 underscore Sean on uh, Instagram. And you can follow him at Diabetic Twink on Twitter. <laughs> and you can follow Michael. At, uh, you can follow Michael at Lemon Taco on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, uh, Chelsea, what would you like to plug? Oh, yeah. I mean, you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Chelsea the Pope. You can also uh, check out m- mine and my friend Victoria's podcast, uh, Breath of Fresh Movie. Uh, on Twitter, I believe our handle is at Fresh Movie Pod. Um, yeah, check that out. Check it out. It's huh. a lot of fun. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Uh, it's a lot, it's a lot of fun. Uh, I've listened to a few episodes. It's pretty, it's good. And, um, what's it called? Uh, also like Chelsea underscore Pope is your TikTok. Oh yeah. On TikTok. Yeah. If you want, if you want to go to TikTok, you can go there. It's not, I do actually still have the handle Chelsea, the Pope on there, but, um, for some reason I couldn't log back into that one. Uh, like (laughs) six months ago or so, or or like, no, like Mm -hmm. over a year ago. Um, so like almost two years ago. Uh, and so I just made a new handle, but there are these like random videos I made in like late 2019 on at Chelsea, the Pope, where I was definitely stoned for like most of them. (laughs) Um, And it's just me being like, like stupid and stoned. Uh, but the, so there's those, but then at Chelsea underscore Pope is the stuff you'll see that is like the real stuff. Anyway. (laughs) <laughs> also, check out our Man Boys video on YouTube. That's very funny. Oh, uh, yeah, thanks. Yeah, yeah. The, the pitch is basically this older woman, like, hires a bunch of man boys to just, like, make her feel okay about herself. Yeah, pretty um, much. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, so, uh, great. So, that's the end of our episode. And uh, now we'll have a... Th- this is so great, Chelsea. It was so lovely to meet you. <laughs> Thanks and again you for so, having me. Yeah, you're so fun and so nice and uh, very accommodating. Likewise, too, so. likewise. Mm-hmm. Thank you, everybody, yeah, for having lovely to me. Meet you. Likewise, I appreciate it. Just an all-around pleasant time. So I, I enjoy that we, we were able to go from, like, poking the dead frog that is, like, what makes little videos funny <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> to, like, persevering through making videos and being like, uh, Dolly Parton anyways I mean <laughs> it, all, it ties together it's the you know I think I think your segue was like spot on her she was super prolific and I think that definitely is a a huge contributing factor on top of the fact that she's a genius but I think a big part of that is that it's the practice of it you know it's the it's yeah. the doing that she yeah. well you know i only learned how to make do those transitions from the practice of doing so <laughs> there you go it just the it just it's it all, all comes full circle it's all full circle right to the end of this podcast no. boom <laughs> <laughs>
So now we'll have a closing sentiment from Chelsea Pope to conclude the episode. Three, <laughs> two, one. I think Dolly Parton as an artist and especially as it is expressed in this album is someone who is all about the 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 revel the the revelry of practice and the revelry of showing up and being consistent which is all that we keep talking about uh, or have been talking about in this episode and it's how I try to live my life as well at the end of the day all we have is our consistency we are are our habits right Mm. Um, whether or not we're musical geniuses or comedians or, you know, we're, we're podcasting or whatever. I think, um, that creative spirit is something that is, uh, independent of any kind of criticism. And that's way more than two sentences. I know I'm sorry. Uh, but that's, those are my final thoughts and it was a pleasure. Thank you. Yeah! Yay! <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, right, I was super rambly. <laughs> no, 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 I like oh, it. Yeah. Okay. Uh, thanks so much, everybody. Have a good day. <laughs> Click.